my researchers last night were, you know, tweeting back and forth and, and texting back and forth all night. And I said, you know what? If something changes, call me, wake me up. I had great peace last night, feeling uh, great comfort that we're okay. And I want to explain what happened last night with the U.S. and Iran and who the real enemies here are. We go there in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right. I have been watching um, Iran for at least 15 years. Uh, Full disclosure, I was for the Iraqi um, war, uh, and I was for it because I believed it was an attempt to pop the head of the snake, which is Iran. Iran is the real problem uh, in the Middle East. It causes much of our problems. It is a backward society that has destroyed the Persian culture and has destroyed uh, the people of Iran. And even those who were not or were part of the revolution didn't want what they have. Millions are marching in the streets, risking their lives. You don't see it because our press doesn't go to Iran. Our press doesn't care to show it. Our press decides to go to Iran when there are millions of Americans or millions of Iranians shouting death to America. Soleimani. Soleimani was a brutal hydric. He was a, a brutal mastermind of terror all over the Middle East, responsible for at least 600 deaths of U.S. soldiers. But beyond that, he was a torturer. He was a madman. He was as sick in, as any of the Nazis were. And so we killed him. Now, we call it an assassination, I guess the media does, because it was precision. So we didn't blow up a lot of people. Oh, my gosh. Now we're assassinating. We were being precise. Isn't that what the world begged us to do? Wasn't that the last problem? We just lob a missile over there, not even knowing who we're going to hit. And we could hit innocent children and babies and puppy dogs. And so we spent a ton of money to make sure that it hits the target we were looking for. And that's not good enough now. But it was the right thing to do. Now, I since have come back on my position on Iraq. Because that's not what we were trying to do. We were trying to nation build. And our nation building has got us into almost all of the trouble that we have that we're experiencing right now. I mean, when we were humble, when we were a nation that was paying attention to just our problems, the world loved us. France gave us a giant present called the Statue of Liberty. Do you see any nation in the world giving us a present like that today? No. Why? The Statue of Liberty was to show them, to show the people of Paris, not America, show the people of Paris 
what could be done if you get everybody into the boat? That's the same thing with the with the Washington crossing the Delaware painting. That was a German painting, not meant for us. We have the copy. The original burned to the ground in World War II as the Allies bombed Berlin. When we pay attention and we are humble and we stay out of everybody's business, we make a big impact because we lead by example. Teddy Roosevelt changed all of that. And everything that Eisenhower told us we should look out for, we made a choice in the 1950s after the war. We now have to have a standing army. We never had one before World War II. We have to have a standing army because now the world could be vaporized overnight. War happens too fast. There's no chance to be prepared for it if you're not prepared all the time. But when they made that decision, he warned us. A military guy warned us. There's just going to be a war machine now that wants war. There's going to be a war machine in our Congress, in our White House, in our State Department. And what's worse is America is now going to start funding our universities. And so those universities will also be indoctrination camps. So he warned in, the, in 1959, look out, pay attention, stay awake. Well, we didn't. And we have been on this foreign adventure forever. And it's time for it to stop. Now, how do I square this with a, with a long record on Iran? Iran is filled with things that people that are called Twelvers. They were so crazy that even the Ayatollah Khomeini during the revolution said, by the way, we got to get rid of all the Twelvers because they're nuts. That's how nuts they are. They were too nuts for the Ayatollah Khomeini. Now, those same Twelvers are the ones that are leading the Supreme Council. They include people like Soleimani. And they are true believers, hardline believers of wash the world in blood. Now, let me talk to you about the Iranian people. The Iranian people are no different than the people here in America. There are those that are part of the hardline. Those that believe that, those that last night were going, wait, more, more, more. But the vast majority are the people who are saying, wait a minute, why are we on these foreign adventures? They keep getting us into trouble. If we would just mind our own business, why are we spending a billion dollars a month on, on the Quds Force with Soleimani? A billion dollars a month bread is 70% higher and more expensive than it was just a couple of months ago. And you're sending all of this money for what? So let's not lose sight that people are people. The, let's not lose sight for those of us who are old enough to remember when the Iron Curtain came down, we found out that the Russian people were not our enemy. It was the government and the government was the enemy of the people.
Last night, the best case scenario happened. Iran attacked our our embassy. We cannot allow people to attack our embassies. Iran, especially, they have a history of it, 1979. They took everybody hostage for over a year. And then coincidentally, um, they were all released the day Reagan raised his hand and took command. Last night, Iran responded to us killing Soleimani, a guy who is clearly a very bad guy, a guy that I would compare to to Heydrich or Himmler. We took him out because he killed at least 600 of our soldiers, and he has been torturing his way to success all over the Middle East. I know we were there. We met with some of the families that his people, his Quds Force, had killed and tortured. We met with one family whose whose mom was killed in front of the two children and the dad. And as if that wasn't enough, they took the six-year-old boy and took out drills and drilled holes in his legs. He still can't walk. That's who Soleimani was. I have no problem taking him out. It was the right thing to do. But the press and the left just wring their hands all night. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? This is World War III. There's going to be a draft. And I told you Monday, relax. There's not going to be a draft. This could turn into World War III, but I don't think so. This is our best option at this point. What happened last night was the best case scenario. They lobbed missiles over. They were not cruise missiles. Cruise missiles are accurate. Cruise missiles get the job done. Cruise missiles, as they used in Saudi Arabia to take out their oil fields... Those cruise missiles went a lot farther in Saudi Arabia. They went from Iran to Saudi Arabia to the oil fields. And if you look at the pictures, they hit dead center all of their targets. What they lost, what they launched last night was a missile. What they launched last night was not a threat. I don't even think they were fully loaded. Several duds. And none of them hit their target. Now, why is that? Are they just incompetent? Are we so arrogant to think that they're so far behind us that they can't even hit across their own border accurately? Of course they can. Of course they can. This was them trying to save face last night with their hardliners. Now, I'll tell you, more as we go this isn't going to work but that's what they did and they immediately went to the un and said we're not we're not wanting war we just wanted to retaliate for that strike on soleimani we're not looking for war they immediately said a press release this is it this is all we're going to do 
That's signaling we just need to save face, leave us alone. We're not going to kill any of your people. Now, luckily, we have a president who, no matter what anyone says, left or right, is not a warmonger. He's been against these wars his whole life. It's one thing that he really believes. And his doctrine, even though it's unspoken, is if you don't kill any of our guys, I'm not going to respond. They took down our drone. Many presidents would have responded. He didn't. Why would I respond? They didn't kill any of our people. Taking a a drone out of the sky, okay, it's expensive, but I'm not going to kill people for that. Donald Trump doesn't want war. Donald Trump wants to be out of war. Donald Trump is an American first. Like that or hate that, that's who he is. And it's exactly the right kind of guy to have in today and yesterday and last week. I don't know if you watched Fox News last night, but it was a horror show. If Donald Trump listens to the people on Fox News, if he listened to them last night, this thing would we would be in World War Three today. But he didn't. They were calling for crazy, take out their oil fields, crazy stuff. The minute we heard that there were no casualties, go to bed. Go to bed. Here's what Trump has to do. Trump cannot respond kinetically. He cannot respond with military. Cannot. Donald Trump cannot listen to the voices of the hardliners on Fox News. He cannot. Trump must stick to his red line of American lives. Keep your powder dry and your cyber uh, weapons dry as well. Continue to weaken the regime at home in Iraq. Continue to vocally support the Iranian people. The ones who are actually rising up. And then prepare for a non-military strike on U.S. assets. And I'll explain that. And the hardliners in both Iran and the hardliners, including the press and the Democratic Party, here in America when we come back. Today's my today's my twentieth wedding anniversary. Really, twentieth wedding anniversary. Congratulations Thank to you. you and uh, opposite to Tanya. Yes, condolences to, to to Tanya. And I was just thinking, you know, Tom Cruise. He looks the same as he did when he was in Mission Impossible when we got married. And then look at the pictures of me the day I got married to today. It's not pretty. Yeah, you haven't uh, aged as well as Tom Cruise. No, I haven't. Mm. I think I would have aged uh, better if. If the world hadn't gone insane. Ah, the world's fault. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I now do. You're, I do. You're good I progressive. Do. I there think you go. so, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's everybody else's fault. You're not responsible. <laughs> not at all. The well, world the put fatness. the McGriddles in your the fatness. mouth. Fatness. Yes. Yeah. That's fatness. kind of, uh, yeah. that's part of it. Yeah. Um, but the aging process is uh, ugly. It's ugly. Anyway, um, I want to talk to you about um, uh, uh, Iran. First of all, do you disagree with anything that I just said? 
Uh, I would put one asterisk on it because uh, I agree with you. I think it was the best case scenario so so far. far. That's the big thing. I think. Well, did you notice the last one was prepare for non-military strike on U.S. assets? Exactly. Going into this, we talked about it a lot, and mm-hmm. that you know, do they go with proxy efforts like they have for a very long time? Yes. Or do they put their stamp on it? It was somewhat surprising to see them put their stamp on something, but when you realize that they basically missed on purpose, right? I yeah. mean, they, they they did not want to make no this. There's no way that they, if they wanted to hurt us in Iraq, they could have done it. Yeah, they went to very far, like, you know, in the middle of nowhere sort of bases. Yes. They they didn't, they were not highly populated. They did not use uh, precision weapons. They did not use uh, large explosives. They did everything they could to be able to convince their people they were fighting back. Yeah. We sent 19 missiles over. Yeah. We're yeah, tough. Right. We're tough. Right. We're killed 30 people. We swear. Yeah. And then we knew that obviously none of that happened. So if that's where it ends, absolute best case scenario. We took out an international terrorist, one of the worst people on the planet. Mm-hmm. And in response, nothing. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a miracle outcome. And, and, right. and one of the things that's interesting politically about this is – Trump's uh, approval rating among Americans, and you see the way he performs in polls against uh, these other candidates, built into that is very strong approval rating on the economy and uh, and several other things, but also a very low approval rating or expectation for him to be able to handle difficult international incidents. The American people, generally speaking, don't think he's capable of doing that. I'm not saying he isn't. But if they can, if if the, he can be convinced, if the American people see him over and over again do these things, and they turn out like this, and it stays like this, his approval rating has real move room to move there. And I, I think this was the best case scenario and the best played hand of a president I've seen in a very very long time. Back in a minute. We welcome Mr. Uh, Pat Gray, who is uh, joining us now from the Pat Gray radio program uh, and podcast called Pat Gray Unleashed, which you can download and listen to at any time. Really great program. I listen to it every morning live as he's doing it as I prepare on this program. Is and that true? Is that really it true? It is true. Uh-huh. It is true. And uh, you can uh, you can listen to it. Um, you can listen to it live if you're a member of the Blaze TV dot com or you can download it wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Pat. Indeed. Last night. MSNBC was rolling the Iranian state television broadcast and taking their coverage and taking their word for what had happened. Don't you think that's close to treason? Close. It's not, but it's close. It's close. It's it, it is it's despicable, it, I'll tell you that. And they, anti-American. It's anti-American. First of all, they they just took the 30 dead Jeez. that the Iranian state television was claiming and reported it. And reported it. Mm-hmm. And let the Iranians report it on their own broadcast all across <laughs> America. I mean, that is Crazy. if you are dealing with Nazis, which you are, when you're dealing with the Iranian uh, Supreme Council, you are dealing with people who are as bad as Nazis. And can you imagine if we would have just taken Berlin radio and just taken what they said right. verbatim? No. That's insanity. Imagine. It would never have happened. Insanity. They want Donald Trump to fail so much that they are willing to put f- uh, put gasoline on a fire to cheer mm-hmm. for war. Mm-hmm. I also love the fact 
that they are helping Iran in the propaganda war with who Qasem Soleimani was. Uh, I mean, all we're hearing is that, you know, he was this, he was nothing but a humble, peace-loving humanitarian. Oh he helped up. old women across the street. Developed life-saving vaccines. He worked <laughs> extensively. In fact, I think side by side with Mother Teresa in India, all during the eighties. I oh, mean, the he guy, was a good guy. Uh, just a good egg. Okay, so <laughs> may I may I ask you this? Time Magazine, and I mean this sincerely. Time Magazine tweeted: If you need help talking with the children in your life about the aftermath of Iranian General Qasem Soleimani's killing. Time has a guide to explain the topic. Okay, okay. Here's my question, and this is sincere. What kind of screwed up parent has freaked out children about Soleimani's death? <laughs> Seriously, because they're not getting mm-hmm. that on the playground. They're not like, Mommy... Why did General Soleimani have to die? That's not happening anywhere. How screwed up are the people at Time Magazine that their kids have to have something? That's because mom and dad are like, Soleimani, Donald Trump is going to get all of us killed. And the kids are in the corner going, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's irresponsible. Responsible. Yeah, Absolutely irresponsible. Some celebrity and celebrity wife that had their kid who was like 13 years old, like crying in their bed for yes, days and days after Trump right. was elected. Remember that? Who was that? Yeah. I don't remember who. I, th- I feel like it was a director or something. I don't no, they, remember. They, in California, they had, they, had, mm. they had counselors at the school ready for you. I mean, that's, that's just, crazy. That that's, is crazy talk. That's just bad parenting. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm absolutely... Um, uh, just, just, you have lost touch with reality. We didn't need counselors when Barack Obama was elected the second time. Well, I did, but <laughs> our children didn't need counseling. We didn't need time off in school. That was crazy. That's crazy. But that's how, that's how just sick and twisted they are. Soleimani, here's what you say to your kids. He was a really bad guy. Americans got the bad guy so he won't hurt thousands of children all over the Middle East. Yeah, how did it, how did people explain uh, Osama bin Laden's death to their kids? Right. This it, is that's crazy. how you explain it. This is how far off the deep end the mainstream media is. They are they will do anything for Donald Trump to lose. They they will be cheering a war. If it means Donald Trump looks bad. Now, because all of those kids on Central Park, Central Park West, you know, (laughs) the east side's okay. But because of all those people on Central Park West and maybe Central Park South have their kids crying. And I know, I know the elites. I've written a little song for you. And it goes a little something like this. Oh, Soleimani, make my kids cry. Oh, Soleimani, why'd you have to die? (laughs) That's beautiful. Thank you very much. And so you just open with that and say, Mm -hmm. I have the answer. I have the answer. Because he was a brutal killer, Americans got a bad guy and killed him. 
is that like a rap interlude or is that not part <laughs> mm-hmm. of this or you just started talking after the song? yeah i just started okay, talking okay, after okay, the yeah. song it was you know that was the seems like you could have put a little you bit probably should have told it. us the song was over yeah. and now this is commentary okay well you know i can't do it's, everything for okay. everybody yeah i just yeah. i'm i'm just trying to help I'm you don't have your planned live poor orchestra kids that are crying on on central pa- mm-hmm. uh, central park uh, west right now all they're all media kids right. they're all media kids and they're we're all gonna die Mm-hmm. Do you want to sing it again so people can catch it for like a ringtone or something? No, no, no. Okay. I, no, I really, no, I actually don't. <laughs> really? Uh, but, uh, but thank you. We could that. offer it. We could offer. I guess we could. We could just take the previous one and just like take it and just offer it for free at Glenbeck.com. Today. We could do that. Something like that. Yeah, what might be good? People could download yeah. it. Do whatever. Solomani. <laughs> beautiful. Make my kids cry. Solomani. Why'd you have to die? Now, you just put that in your phone, and then when I call you, you'll know who it is. I wasn't sad about it, but now I kind of am. Yeah, like, you yeah, brought yeah. me it's along. Kinda, yeah, yeah. It, is, it is sad. It is mm-hmm. sad. That's being sung on every street corner in New York. Really? Right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not on the east side. Just on the west, just the west side. side. Just the west side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so, Pat, we all think, and I know you, listening to you, I know you think the same thing. This was just... This is like them going, uh, we're going to just lob these missiles over and have them hit rocks. There's no question. No question. Yeah. However, I think we shouldn't because there was no way for Iran to respond militarily and win. Right. They start they a war. We're done. As crazy as they seem, they know that. They know that. However, this was very mm-hmm. unlike this regime. They don't mm-hmm. do this. Okay? Yeah. They use terrorists. So I think we should prepare for a, a, an American asset, hopefully not here, but it could be, you know, these are the guys. Soleimani was the guy who killed our, our uh, CIA station chief in the 90s, and we did nothing yeah. about it. Um, uh, but I, I could see them kidnapping or killing a CIA station chief or going after one of our ambassadors. We were supposed to have an ambassador on with us uh, today, uh, and uh, he just had to leave town. And now it could have been on wow. business, but it could also be because they're on high alert. They should be on high alert. Mm-hmm. I think that they do this. They say to the world, oh, it's not us, but we should be expecting some sort of terrorist attack against yes. the United States and one that they can say, that wasn't us. Exactly. Would you agree with that? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and it's not just, I mean, how many things have we ignored from Iran over the years? I mean, we still, we didn't retaliate for the embassy crisis. We did nothing about that. We didn't do anything about the um, the drone strike, which I think nothing. was right. The truck bombing in Saudi Arabia, uh, suicide bombings in Lebanon that ev- the intelligence knows they were behind. Um, the IEDs in in Iraq. Those are all that have killed 600 soldiers. Those are all all Soleimani. October uh, detaining. They detained. Remember the Americans? They they detained. Yeah, the the Navy. Yeah, they they com- commandeered that little Navy ship and then humiliated our sa- our sailors. We did nothing. Uh, they've attacked American interests in uh, Africa. They've harassed us in the Persian Gulf. Um, Hezbollah plots and and Iran is behind. Hezbollah, uh, attacking the United States. Operatives were arrested conducting surveillance of U.S. military and law enforcement facilities. Remember that? Airports um, in in New York City. We, we, we caught them in the middle of that. Eight years ago, Soleimani was 
plotting, and we caught him, plotting to blow up uh, the Saudi prince, I think, or the Saudi ambassador at the Watergate. They were planning on blowing right. up the Watergate Hotel. So, of course, they thought they were going to act with, with impunity, impunity. Yep. Uh, when they when they anta- attacked our embassy. Um, but they miscalculated, and I think they understand that now. They're dealing with somebody else right. in Donald Trump. And I think, you know what, he got so much, so many people called him out, you know, uh, the Persian culture. He said, I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll include your cultural sites. I don't know how he meant that. Like, I'm just going to go bomb your museums. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, which is fine for him to say it's illegal. Okay, mm-hmm. we can't do that. We don't mm-hmm. want to do that. That's not who we are. However, if he meant it, and I think this is the way he probably meant it. And you know what? If you hide in one of your little mosques, I don't care how old it is. I'm taking you out. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everybody was upset. Even those on the right were upset about that. Oh, he shouldn't say that. Yeah, he should. Yeah, he should. I, I have no problem. Mm-hmm. If look at this, this Bible uh, is from uh, Iraq, and this was done by ISIS rebels, and we went mm-hmm. into a uh, we went into one of the churches, old old Nivea church, historic site, Nineveh. Yeah, Nineveh. Yeah. And it, it, all of the statues, all of the paintings, the altar was was desecrated, and all up around the walls were these Bibles, and they were using them as targets for shooting practice. So don't tell me about your yeah. sacred sites. If you're in a sacred site, we're going to do everything we can to keep the site. If we could use the neutron bomb to get you in a, in a very small way, we would. <laughs> But we can't. And so if we have to bomb your your sacred site because you're holed up there and you're plotting and killing people, our people from there, tough luck. Sacred site gone. Yeah, and, and the restriction mm-hmm. on that is if you're doing it intentionally to Correct. hurt the culture, right? Correct. Like you're going, like, you know, you, the, the famous... Blowing up the what was it, the Buddhist statues, right? Yes. When, when, yeah. In Afghanistan. Yeah, there's right. no there's no value to that other than trying to destroy that culture. That's Correct. what's mm-hmm. against the law. Well, right. It's not against the law. If if Hitler decides to put his bunker inside of a historical site, you still bomb the thing. And there's no. That, I that's, do. Yeah. That, that, absolutely. That's I not do. against the law. Yeah. It's just a matter of of making sure they don't want people to do it Look, like if Al Qaeda was doing. If it. ISIS were hiding in the Cathedral of Notre Dame. I would not want to bomb it, and no, I would do everything. <laughs> I would do everything that I could. But if we're in a war, I mean, a hot war, and that's where they're killing a lot of people. I'm sorry, Notre Dame, you're gone. We'll rebuild you, mm-hmm. and I know it won't be the same. But they cannot be allowed to have a safe base. Human life is more important than buildings. Exactly, I mean, we all right. know that. Exactly right. And okay. there were there were a couple of structures that were destroyed in World War II. I don't know if people remember that. what. Yeah, there were. Yeah, including just, churches. Were they just not built? Well, nothing in Berlin because, because yeah, everything in Berlin is still standing. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Right. Welcome to the uh, program. Today is a pretty important day. Um, Iran is a very dangerous character, and there's more coming, but I think it's going to be non-military. And I'm hoping that uh, Donald Trump, who will be uh, speaking with us in an hour and 10 minutes, um, 
I'm I'm hoping that uh, he is going to say, you know, we took them out. They responded. And if everybody stays cool, that's uh, that's that's what there is. But we can put sanctions on them or whatever. Um, But I hope he keeps his red line on American lives. American lives. What do you think the taunting factor is here? These guys, they try to fire missiles and hit anything. Pretty high. I think pretty high, right? Pretty high. And I think that's an okay... I think that's acceptable for the president here. Like Everyone's playing their own game. I think that's probably okay for the Iranians. They know that that's going to happen. They're not going to get mad at him taunting. No, and they taunted us last night. Yep. Yeah, so and I mean, it was the same. It was the mm-hmm. same thing. Their president taunted, and you know, whatever. That's fine. Let that game be played. Um, but Trump cannot listen to the hardliners on the right uh, and get us into another another war. Uh, if if Iran decides to now go and kill one of our ambassadors or kidnap or do something like that. And they do it through Quds Force or, you know, one of their terrorist organizations. Well, then that's a different story. But uh, last night was a a really nice ending. Let's leave it alone until they do something else. And if they kill or do something really horrible, then we'll have to respond again. All right. Coming up in just a second. Laura Logan. Laura Logan from the former CBS uh, 60 Minutes reporter that was accosted on the streets in Egypt. We are going to talk to her about the media coverage of Iran next.